Let's bring on our next guest. He's the marketing manager for the United States for Focusrite. They're the makers of the world's most popular audio interface, the Scarlet 2i2. He's also a podcaster for Focusrite. You see it right there, the Scarlet Dan Hughley. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. And hey, Ross, congratulations on five years. Uh, That's incredible. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, appreciate the giveaway. That was really cool. You gave away one of the Scarlet 2i2s. Um, I want to ask you right away for people who may not be familiar with audio interfaces, because Mm -hmm. this is something you talk about every day. Explain what an audio interface is and why you would want to use one when you are live streaming, podcasting, or creating other types of online audio and video content. Sure. Um, and uh, thank you again for having me. Uh, the Scarlet 2i2 is the world's best-selling USB audio interface. Uh, and basically what an audio interface does is it takes um, the electric signal that's coming out of my voice and into a microphone, and it amplifies that. And then it also converts it into a digital form because it's, you know, our mouth is an analog device and the microphone is an analog device. And then um, it converts that to digital to get it into the computer. So it goes from um, electronics to, um, to, uh, ones and zeros really, really quickly. Uh, and then it gets into your computer and you can record onto, um, any platform that you're recording with, whether it's something like StreamYard. I'm using a Scarlet, uh, I'm sorry, I'm using a Focusrite interface right now to, to do this, talking through, uh, a, a microphone here. Um, but basically, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ones out there and, you know, we're the best selling for a reason. They're really great. They're very affordable. And uh, they're super easy to use. Uh, and for, for podcasters, live streamers, it's just very easy. It's not something that you have to think too much about. It's just something that you just plug in and you get to work right away. And there's a lot of people in uh, podcasting, live streaming, and then not to mention music. You know, we got our roots mm-hmm. in music. Uh, we've been around for about 35 years now. Yeah. So I want to bring in a question right away because it relates to this. Um, Brad Friedman asks, if I'm using a mixer, do I need an audio interface too? Uh, no. Um, so when you have an audio interface, usually your mixer is in your computer. So you're using mm-hmm. something like GarageBand, Audacity, Adobe Audition, Hindenburg, which is my favorite recording uh, software. And that becomes your mixer. So then you mix everything there. A, a mixer generally is another type of audio interface. It's just another form factor. Um, with our interfaces you really kind of set it and forget it because there's a a knob on the front for the gain. So you start talking into it. And when you start talking, uh, it makes it very easy because you see a little green light start glowing. And if it's glowing a nice solid green, uh, that means you're, you're getting a nice clean signal in you're loud enough. And then you mix it in the software. If you're, if you hit the red, you're clipping. And if you're not getting that green signal, you're probably not loud enough. So you just kind of set it and then you forget about it. And then later on, you can do the mixing uh, in post-production uh, when you're editing. Right. Now, if you're live streaming, um, the the key, I think, is because you're probably recording as well. And, and you can tell me, but the key is to get clean audio, get clean, right. good quality audio. Yep. And using an audio interface is going to help you do that. It's just going to get you a really good analog to digital conversion and it's going to get you a good um, good preamp, which means that the, what's powering your microphone is going to be of good quality. 
with a mixer that you have a lot of options mm -hmm. and you also have a wide range, it seems. I'm not an expert in, in mixers by any stretch, but it seems like there's a really wide range in terms of the quality of the preamps and the analog to digital conversions, not to mention all the little bells and whistles that you think are making you sound better and may not be. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and the same can be said about audio interfaces. They're not <laughs> all created equally. Um, you know, it's it's the sum of the parts. You know, your your interface is only as strong as the weakest link. So you have to have really good components and really good manufacturing in those products. Um, so I, you know, I, I I would say the thing with mixers. You know, I I went to music school. I'm an audio engineer. I grew up right. on you know the big mixing consoles. Um, but there's a lot. They can be very intimidating, especially with um, someone that's brand new to this. You know, you have faders, you have you have knobs that you can turn, you have EQ that's built in. There's reverb. There's all of these different things that you really don't need to think about. Right. Uh, especially live streaming. You know, live streaming. You just want to get that clean signal in, and you know, if that's all you're after, a, an audio interface is perfect for that. What interface are you using? What microphone are you using? I'm. Trying sure. to, is that a Shure SM57 or is it that is. a, it is. Okay. It All is. Right. And there's, and there's a reason I'm using this microphone and I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but my audio interface is a, a Claret 2 Pre. It's a, it's a Focusrite Claret 2 Pre. Um, and I was going to switch it out and use my Scarlet, but, um, you know, I just didn't want to disconnect all the cables and reconnect all the cables. So, for uh, for those who are really geeking out over these different lines, what's the difference between Claret and Scarlet in terms of how they're made or how they perform? Sure, uh, the Claret is a little bit more for the audio file, um, so mm -hmm. it's a, a little bit higher quality uh, conversion, and also Mic Pre is just a little bit better. Um, and then there's also a little bit more for audio engineers. There's more inputs and outputs. Uh, there's different types of inputs and outputs. So, you know, there's like SPDIF and ADAT and things that most podcasters and live streamers don't need to worry about. Um, because like I said, we're a music company in our roots. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of things that, you know, that just, you know, they don't apply to podcasters. But with the Scarlett 2i2, there isn't a lot of that. It's it's very basic. Uh, it And when I say basic, that doesn't mean, you know, it's stripped down and not great. It just means that it's easy to use and it doesn't have anything extra. The only thing I would... May, you could maybe argue as extra as the speaker outputs, but hmm. personally, I like to record with headphones um, and mix with speakers um, because you can you, you give your ears a rest. You don't have headphones on right, your ears right. constantly. Um, and then, you know, you get to hear it from a different source, uh, which I always recommend. Just make sure that you kind of test things uh, in different places to make sure it sounds equally as good on headphones as it does your speakers. Now, the Scarlet line in the latest generation is added in, I think it's, I think it's in the latest generation. Is it called the air feature? Yeah, the air mode. That's, Can you that's... explain what that is and why you, why that helps uh, some people sound a little bit better? It's like a little bit. So it just it, it adds something to the sound. Can you explain how that how that works? Yeah, it's so in the higher frequencies. So you know, think like uh, female voice in the higher registers, or like mm -hmm. um, an acoustic guitar playing a high note, or any stringed instrument, or something like that. Uh, it it just kind of adds a little bit more presence to that area. And what it does technically in, on the inside is it, it models our, our original ISA, the, the original consoles that Focusrite came from. It, mm -hmm. it, um, 
it goes after that same circuitry. So where it, it has the same type of sound that you would have had with the original ISA consoles or with our current ISA mic pre's, which are the, the very high end stuff that, that uh, are used in professional recording studios. Right. Right. Now, did most audio interface companies like they all pretty much came from music or from from big consoles, or is it unique to uh, Focusrite that you guys have that that background? Yeah, the heritage that we have is shared by a lot of the companies. There are some newer companies um, that are just audio interface companies, um, but we are one of the oldest. We I I don't want to say that we made the first audio interface, but our mic pre was in the first M-Box that DigiDesign created, which is Avid, if you know Pro Tools. Um, our right. mic pre was in that very first M-Box. Uh, so we we got our start in audio interfaces very early on. Um, you know, I honestly, I you got me you got me there. I'm not sure wow. exactly. I could name another competitor of ours that does have a great heritage you, you as don't, well. You don't have to. Hey, yeah. I, just, I just think it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's interesting because... Those of us who, like, I come from a radio background, so my experience with audio interfaces is much more recent when I've, I've gone digital with things. Sure. And, and I think what's interesting is, um, and, and I didn't realize this at first, but unlike radio or other analog recording where it's okay to hit the red every now and then, in fact, you want to, you, you kind of want to push it up as high as you can go and then go a little bit higher and then it's like, okay, you're just hitting the red a little bit. Not, not going to be a problem. You're going to get a good, powerful sound with yep. digital. You never want to be in the red because no. it's, it's, it's like all or nothing. Once yeah. you hit the red, you're distorting completely. It's not a gradual distortion. That's fairly noticeable when you just touch up against it. Um, I don't know if I explained that right, but I know you understand that better than I do. So, so, Tell tell people kind of where they want to set that gain, like where they should be hitting so that they get a good, clean recording. Because once you do peak, once you do clip, or so to speak, you, there's no getting that back, no matter what software you use. No, digital distortion is painful on the ears. Analog distortion, like you're describing, is, is beautiful. Uh, think of guitars. Guitars, mm -hmm. you hear analog distortion all the time. People spend a lot of money to try to get their tone uh, in analog distortion correct. Uh, but once you go into digital distortion, you know, that's think about it when um, you're you're on a phone call and, you know, suddenly it goes all weird and, you know, kind of square sounding. If that, right. Right. If, if, if square is can possibly be a sound even. <laughs> um, I, I, I think you know what I mean, though. Right. Um, right. No, I do. <laughs> but um, yeah, just think of that. That's digital distortion. And that's not something you want. So. That's why we've made it easy at Focusrite with the gain halos, which I was talking about the, the green light and the red light that, that it surrounds the gain knob. Uh, right. And as I glance down right now, I see mine is glowing a nice, strong green, which mm -hmm. unless I shout or clap or laugh or something really loud, um, I should be just fine right now because I, I did give myself a little bit of, of headroom. So I could turn it you know, uh, clockwise a little bit further and still be in the safe zone, but I did dial it back just a hair, just in case. Um, so, so that's, that's really with focus, right? Interfaces that that's really all you have to do is get that green light going, um, and do that for everybody that has a microphone. Right. And then you kind of, the tech disappears at that point. And that's, that's really, uh, our company's miss, mission statement is to remove the barriers to creativity. We don't want your audio interface to be in the way of you getting a good idea out of you getting that content created, um, getting a song recorded, getting a podcast recorded, live streaming, 
We just want you to be able to plug in and go. Right, right. And I wanted to uh, get to the uh, the special offers that you guys have yeah. going on along with uh, another great company in the live streaming podcasting space, which is Sure, yeah, who will makes uh, the microphones that both Dan and I are, are using, different microphones, uh, but both good sounding ones, both very high quality. Talk about uh, some of the bundles you guys have going and and why that might be of interest to uh, live streamers and podcasters. Sure. We have three bundles right now. Um, two of them are focused um, on musicians. Uh, the third one is focused directly on podcasters. We were thinking about podcasters and, and what people need to get started. And um, the Scarlet 2i2 is included in that, uh, which is the interface that I showed uh, a little bit earlier. There it is, the Create and Cast bundle. Um, and it comes with a, an SM58, which I chose this microphone today, the SM57, for a reason. And that reason is the only difference between this microphone and the SM58 is that little dome right there. See, like I'm using I'm using a prop that's a a, a stress ball. So that right. dome that's really the only difference between the 57 and the 58. And I wanted uh, your audience to hear what this mic sounds like through a Focusrite interface. Um, so you know, taking it back a little bit, we're slightly cannibalizing ourselves because we do sell a bundle that has a Scarlett 2i2, a microphone, and headphones. But for podcasters, they don't, I, I never recommend a condenser mic for podcasters. And that's what we include in our bundle that we sell all the time. But that's, right. that's, that's for musicians. That's a, a great bundle for a singer songwriter. If you're recording exactly. guitar, vocals, something like that, but we wanted to embrace podcasters. So we connected with our great friends over at sure. We took one of the, probably the world's best selling microphone, the world's best selling audio interface and a great pair of headphones and a cable put them all in one package and add, and give you a nice little discount um, just for the next couple of months. Yeah, and you can find the link to uh, check out those packages at LivestreamDeals.com. It goes right through to the Focusrite site. You don't buy on the Focusrite site, but there'll be options available wherever you uh, typically buy gear or want to go look for gear. Uh, there's a variety of manufacturers and uh not really manufacturers, but uh, yes. sales company, retail companies, sellers out there. You know who they are, the popular yeah. ones. They'll they'll be having these these bundles. Um, I, I think it's interesting what you say about microphones because uh, the one the microphone the, the SM fifty eight is a great microphone for doing home recording. Oh yeah, um, sure. I've had I've had audio engineers tell me actually it's the best one for doing home recording. Now I would argue that depending on who you are, how you use it, your home, what yep. situation you're in, the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm partial to the SM7B. I like the RE, the RE20, but uh, what's great about this microphone is it's, it's really an all purpose microphone. You can use it at home. Yep. It'll reject noise. You can use it on stage with guitars blaring or oh, yeah. when you're speaking at a conference, you can take it out and do handheld interviews. Um, it, it's a it's a great microphone for the price. It's really like uh, you, you're getting the be the world's most popular best-selling audio interface and the world's most popular best-selling microphone, I believe. <laughs> you, you are. You really are. And if you've ever seen someone standing at a podium, um, they usually have an SM58. Uh, um, if you've ever gone to a concert, has anybody ever been to it? You remember those? Do you remember concerts? I, I vaguely I think so. I think so. Uh, every vocalist on stage generally <laughs> has a sure, uh, SM 58. 
super popular microphone. Um, I, I, I uh, uh, sorry, I sidetracked myself by looking at your questions. I'm trying to steal your thunder there. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, a great sounding microphone, and um, you know our interface just makes it sound great into your uh, into your live stream or your podcast or or into your music. Yeah. And the SM57 is what the president of the United States always has, like, two of them, I think, in the in the setup. That's for years. It's not like they come out and go, oh, the president's speaking. Would you like a uh, SM58 or a SM7? No, it's always with the president is always yep. two SM57s, I believe. And, and you know what? For, you know, it's super versatile microphone. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about an album that I just... I love that came out this year and uh, come to find out the vocals on it was scratch vocals. They were demo vocals. They were never supposed to be final and they made it onto the album and he was using an SM 57 for it. And oh, wow. just because it sounded great and, you know, going to music school, uh, I got to shoot out a lot of really great microphones and it was funny for my final project. I put an SM 58 on the vocalist and, <laughs> and that was the best sounding microphone for his voice. Right. Now, that's not to say it's the same uh that's not to say it's the best uh mic for your voice. Uh you know, if you're singing, um most of the time for podcasts and broadcasts and things like that, you're going to be just fine with an SM58. Uh SM7B is a mic I love, Ross, you know that. I have one right, right over right. here next next door. Um I also really like the uh Heil Sound mics. Yes. Um, so, They're yeah, excellent mics too. They really are. Yeah. I I I have a lot of favorites and my wife keeps bothering me because I have a big collection of gear and, you know, you can only use one at a time. So <laughs> back on buying gear here. I know. I, I am so tempted to buy other mics and other interfaces just to mix and match the sounds and see what. But, uh, yeah, they, they do cost money. So when you find something that works, um, stick to it for a while at least. And um, these are great bundles. Again, this is Focusrite and Sure putting together a package that basically gives you everything you need to podcast or for the audio side of your video creation. Um, so check that out at LivestreamDeals.com. Can you hang out for a second? Can you hang out a couple more seconds? Yeah, you uh, can I just throw out how much that costs? That's sure, sure. I forgot, $339. So you, you save about $40 if you buy this in a bundle. Um, and if uh, the link that you provided, Ross, that's a great link. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, it shows exactly where it's available. It oh, here we go. Yeah, it links directly to. Uh, so the center one, the podcaster create and cast bundle. Uh, right. Um, it's also available at Guitar Center, Musician's Friend. Uh, those haven't been added to the website yet. They just came online yesterday. But uh, B&H, uh, very popular with podcasters, Sweetwater. Uh, pretty much the the big uh, dealers here in the U.S. All right. We have a winner for the uh, StreamYard black T-shirt with white letters. It says StreamYard across the chest. Very nice looking T-shirt. That goes to Brad Friedman. Brad, congratulations Brad. on winning the StreamYard T-shirt. And we will uh, I'll get a hold of StreamYard and hopefully uh, get that out to you as soon as possible. So congratulations on on that um tell us i wanted to ask you about your podcast you've been podcasting i think you're up to 30 episodes now sure. you've done other podcasts as well but right now you're doing a focus right podcast tell us about that and, and and where everybody can find it sure um the the focus right pro podcast uh is the first podcast i started hosting and producing um i'm actually 
No, this is uh, breaking news here, Ross. I'm I'm actually stepping back from that podcast, and someone else oh. is going to be taking it over. Um, but yeah, we have close to 30 episodes, um, and you can find that everywhere. You know, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Google, any anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find that one. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's strange. Um, at the start of, you know, the pandemic and everything like that, I pod faded on both my professional and mm-hmm. my personal podcasts. Just, you'd think I'd have all this extra time that I'd be pouring into my shows. No, I didn't. I just totally pod faded and I owe both audiences an apology on that. Um, right. But, uh, you're but, too yeah. busy spreading the word about, you know, <laughs> digital audio and audio interfaces That's to right. have time. It's like, I remember when I, when I covered college football, when I was, um, when I was working in radio and people would say, well, you know, don't you want to enter a pool? Don't you want, no, I don't have, first of all, I don't have time. And number two, <laughs> I don't have time to watch any game other than the one I'm working on. Exactly. So I know less about what's going on than if I was sitting on my couch all day watching exactly. games. So it's like you, you're around it all the time. You always have something else you can do. Um, what have you done to kind of fill the space? Because of, of course you used to go to a lot of events in person. Yeah. Um, how are you able to, you know, manage getting in touch with customers and, and, you know, obviously coming on shows and doing giveaways like you've been doing with us has has been awesome. What else are you doing to get the word out there and to kind of replace what was such a mainstay of, uh, the audio gear vendors life, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, I, I I think I saw you there in March. It was our last, uh, real event pod fest, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw you there, right? These all kind of run together. Too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think we saw each other the last couple of years. Um, yeah. You were a podcast movement too, right? I, I was, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think that you live in Florida because that's, PodFest that's right. is in yeah. pod is in Florida every year and podcast movement, the last one of those I went to was in Florida as well. Yeah, they, they made <laughs> us go to Orlando for two right. shows in a row, yeah. <laughs> um, and I used to live in Orlando, so I, I know the area well. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, been doing some more... Um, uh, print advertising, podcast sponsorships. Um, we've been very busy. So we've been very blessed with um, a lot of people using their time the opposite way that I am. They're right. going out and they're buying the, the equipment and they're they're creating content. And And I'm seeing that uh, through reporting that we do. And um, we, we have surveys that we send out. And, and the number of people that are using our uh, products for live streaming and something other than music has grown significantly. Which, which is great, which is really great. Um, we've been doing a lot more uh, content creating. We've done a lot of virtual events and uh, things like that. Just, just keeping ourselves very busy. What do you find has been you know, the more successful things for you? What do you think uh, people have responded to most? You, you know, it's, in this time, it's actually a little bit tough to say uh, just because sales have been... Um, pretty high across the board. I think for any, any of us uh, manufacturers for audio interfaces, we've, we've done very uh, you know, we've had really great sales. Um, So it's really hard to pinpoint what exactly the one thing is. Uh, But I have some really cool stuff that I'm going to be trying out in the next couple of months that are, that's going to be a little bit different after the holidays, because the holidays, traditional, same thing, you know, sales always tend to increase around the holidays. Um, so uh, after that, I'm going to be checking out some new avenues for advertising as well. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I don't know if you if I mentioned this to you before. So 
feel free to just go like, I'll give it to you later. But sure. if you'd like to give a prediction for 2021 Ooh. for any type of online media, for audio, for video, for audio interfaces, for audio recording, for live streaming, for podcasting, for anything, um, feel free to fire away or I can I can catch you later and uh, we do one. If you if you prefer, no, I I'd, I'd like to predict that okay, um, that we are going to see an increase. You know, we we saw I think twenty nineteen and twenty twenty they were big years for podcasting, especially to come into its own with the Podcasting Academy, um, with uh, different awards shows coming together. Uh, I think I think finally, you know, with a million different shows, literally a million shows. Uh, podcasting's finally been noticed with Spotify spending uh, close to a billion dollars in the last two years on podcasting specific mm. uh, acquisitions. That's huge. And that's really big. And I'm going to, I, I, I want to say that we're going to see a lot more professional podcasts, a lot more professional live streams. Um, and I think um, we're going to see some really cool technology coming uh, in the next uh, year as well from uh, a lot of different manufacturers uh, microphones, audio interfaces, a lot of different things. We we saw that with Sure uh, just a right. couple weeks ago with their new microphone, which I'm I'm just itching to try out. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I think it's the best for its class that I've heard. Right for its for its style of of microphone that I've heard. And me being in marketing, I just admire the way they rolled that product out. Um, they did a they did a great job of launching that product. Yeah. Uh, so of course I wanna I wanna get uh, a good listen and try it out for myself. Yeah. It seems like everybody likes Sure, no matter where they come from. They they yeah. what and particularly in the industry, like all the vendors yep. love like working with Sure and like their their products, which is cool and. Of course, your products are so popular, and you help so many uh, people get started with podcasting and live streaming, and then you know they can continue to get better mics and connect uh, those quality products as well with uh, either a Scarlet or a Claret. Focusrite has got everything you need as far as audio interfaces, and uh, you know I so appreciate you coming on and just all you do to support everybody in the industry you're, you're awesome dan and and congratulations on uh, all the success you guys are having oh thank you ross i appreciate that and i appreciate you having me on and i really hope we get to see each other and see all yeah. of the, the great people that i'm seeing in the chat here i hope we all get to see each other and sit down and have a conversation and you know shake hands without fear and <laughs> right, maybe see right. each other's smiles uh, without a mask <laughs> I, I i really hope that we can do that again one day very soon I hope so too. It was great meeting you in Florida. It was great interviewing you one uh, one one of the conferences, and uh, it's always great to have you on the show as well. Uh, anytime you've got something new, let me know, and uh, can't wait to talk about it. Certainly will. Thank you very much, Ross.